What up, guys? And welcome to another episode of EBE. Everybody eat. Huh? Picture me doing the movements. Ah, there you go. And so today I have a great topic. And this topic is actually going to be on self-love. And because you guys know I'm very big on love and self-love. And also the topic is going to be self-love and battling with loneliness. And with that, I actually have a great guest to help us as well, to give us a different perspective and learn. And our guest is going to be a Mr. Coach Lee Hopkins. And so Mr. Lee Hopkins is a life coach, also a transgender man, and creates long-lasting friendships as well. So introduce yourself a little bit, Mr. Lee Hopkins. Hey, well, thank you for that introduction. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad glad to have my turn at the table so I can get some neat. Um, so my name is Lee Hopkins, Coach Lee Hopkins, as you said, and I'm a trans man. I don't just help trans people create genuine connections. I help everyone create genuine connections. And I share the transgender part of it because of the experience I had with loneliness around it. And I think everyone can relate to this experience of not being trans, but it's actually just trying to hide who you are so that you could fit in or being someone else uh, that you're not so that you could fit in. And so that is one very visible experience to share with other people because you can actually see the transformation that happens. So that's what I used to talk to people about, uh, creating genuine connections with others. Okay, perfect. And so, like I said, with the topic, you know, I'll tell you guys my perspective on self-love and feeling lonely sometimes, you know, because I feel as though self-love is very important in this major, because if you don't love yourself, how can you expect somebody to love you in the right way? Or how can you expect someone else to know how to love you? So I feel like it's major. And with loneliness, sometimes, you know, we feel as though we don't have somebody else. Or sometimes we don't, we feel like others don't understand us. Sometimes we just feel like it's just us against the world, you know? And with self-love, we have to remember that it's not just us against the world. Like we have ourselves as well, you know? We have ourselves to learn and grow and for us to, you know, lean back on just in case that we feel that someone doesn't understand. So that's really my perspective on, you know, self-love and loneliness. Miss mm-hmm. Lee Hopkins, would you talk to us about how you feel about loneliness and how you help others? Hey, you know, I, I think that is a, the same thing. We're, I don't know how different our perspectives are going to be. I mean, we're different people. Certainly we're different people, but that I think is exactly the core of getting to love other people, getting to create connections with other people is to first have that connection with yourself. Now, for me, as a coach, I like to teach people that there are three connections, three kinds of connections that we make throughout life. We have me, we have you, and we have we. Me is the connection with myself, me, myself. It's, it's what I know about me. It's what I, how I understand how I feel, how I behave, my character, my values, all of those things that's wrapped up in me. And then when you step outside of that, you got you. That's just one of the person. That's me and one of the person. You know, the interpersonal relationships we have, your best friends, your your friends or your your relationships, your family members, just one of the person, how you interact and and connect with them. And then there's we, there's a group. Okay. Okay. I love that. With me though. Like you said, you gotta love yourself before you love anybody else. You gotta understand who you are on the inside before you can connect to anybody else. 
Most definitely, most definitely. And so um, with that, a question. So being connecting to yourself and being a friend to yourself, um, what, do, what do you think that means? And you know, how could you contribute to making like lasting friendships? Yeah, being a friend to yourself is you know, really treating yourself as you would treat somebody else. Now, I know from my personal experience, I tried to make friendships and I tried to connect with people by doing things for them, okay. by treating them. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's not you know, uncommon, right? That's something that just happens all the time. Yeah. I think uh, if I do something for you, then you'll, some people think, well, you'll either owe me or... Um, <laughs> you you will you will feel the same way you'll know how I feel about you so when the turn comes for me you'll do the same and that was the thing that I used to do I used to think that well if I just work hard for somebody you know you call me you you want me to help you move I'm there you need me to drive you somewhere I got you but I found that when it comes around to me having hardships and things like that I didn't have anybody to turn to understood i didn't have anybody to turn to i thought that the way to connect with people was to be there for them and that was not the case it was more so about being open and honest with what i wanted from them and before i could even be open and honest with them i had to be honest with myself about what i wanted from them yeah so i feel that's very that's very major because Sometimes, you know, if you're not open and honest, and that's with like everything, any type of relationship, even if it's just a friendship or relationship, I feel as mm-hmm. being open and honest, knowing what you want from the person, that kind of gives you the, that kind of steers you to know like what it is you actually want. But I feel like a major part of it too is like sometimes we know what we want from the person, but we're scared to present it in that way because of the fact of what if they don't want that, you know? I feel like sometimes yeah. we get a little scared of like, dang well this person may not want this from a friendship so let me act this way you know what i'm saying whereas you have to be true whereas you have to be true to yourself and you have to be true to whatever type of friendship it is you need because when and also i feel like what people don't realize is even if you're scared to lose that person that just means that's open up opening up more space for another friend that can meet those needs without you having to ask or stress or burden that, you know what I'm saying? And that way that builds the friendship because these are things that you guys connect on without having to like push it or force it. Exactly. You know, you touched on some really great points right there with the the idea of not sharing exactly what I want with somebody because I don't want to be rejected. I just don't want to be rejected. That, that was like the core thing down to me. I would, on top of that, it was me doing things for other people that would help me be not, not be rejected. So uh, I created this whole karaoke scene, right? And I'm saying like, um, I created a club. It was kind of like American Idol style karaoke where people, it was a Facebook page and people would come to the Facebook page and they would know what's going on that night, organize the competition and everything. And I thought I'm doing all this I became a little mini celebrity and meeting people and I go into these places and people know my name. They know the drink I want. They know what songs I'm going to sing, but they don't know me. They don't know me deep down. Yeah, and, it's, like you had a, it's like you had like a certain persona just for them to see, but they didn't know who you were on the inside. 
Yeah, exactly. Like um, as far as transitioning, becoming transgender or talking about anything outside of karaoke, I just couldn't do that. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't talk about any of that stuff. And so that was a very lonely feeling by not being able to share what I needed to share with them. That's where I'm going with it. Yeah, I, yeah. I see that part I definitely get. And I feel like a major thing about it, too, is like, although someone decides to transition, even I feel like a major thing for people that they don't understand or that they don't get is respecting someone as a person. Because even if you feel as though you wouldn't go through that or you couldn't go through that, just because you wouldn't go through that or couldn't go through that, that doesn't mean you don't respect someone as a person or you don't listen to their understanding or ideals or the way they feel, you know? And I feel like that's major. That's a major part of being a friend as well. Because some, yeah. sometimes you won't, you won't agree with something that your friend may do, but it's still a point of love and it's still a point of, hey, you know, I may not go through this or I may not do that. But if you're deciding to do that, I'm still going to respect you as a person. You know, I'm still going to respect you and I'm still going to, you know, care about you and I'm still going to treat you as a person, what, uh, no matter what it is that you're wanting to do. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's not so much that we are different than each other than we are disconnected, because at the end of the day, everybody could understand what it means to hide something because they feel uncomfortable they feel like they're going to be rejected everyone understands what it's going to be what it feels like to have that but on the on the other side on the flip side of that like you're saying to be able to respect other person's opinion and understand them and be there for them and say you know i don't agree with what you're doing but i understand why you're doing this and i'm here to support you is part of being a friend that's where we want to get to we want to we say back to the question that you asked, and we want to be a friend to ourselves. We, we need to do that for ourselves. When we look at ourselves, we need to say that for ourselves. Like, okay, this is, this is hard. And I feel uncomfortable doing something new. I feel uncomfortable in this situation or, or whatever it is. We need to feel like I'm comfortable with me and I'm okay. And this is good for me and I'm going to do it, you know? That's that's what it means to be a friend to yourself, I think. That I feel like that's major. I feel like that's major because if you aren't a friend to yourself and you're not comfortable with yourself, little things that people do like may trigger you. They may not know why, but you may be you may be triggered, you know? Because it could be like a little joke they may make or things they may mm -hmm. say. And it could be coming from two completely different perspectives. Like the person could be just being funny or joking. Whereas this is something like in your head that they don't know that you've been struggling with. And so, because you've been like struggling or whatever the case may be, it may trigger you, you know, it may trigger mm -hmm. you. And that may cause a, a conflict because of different perspectives and them not knowing why, you know, you're upset and you, and because, you know, you're not comfortable with yourself, you don't want to tell them the exact reason. So, you know, it's kind of a headbutt kind of deal. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, the, um, to your point, I want to share something with your audience about that. You know, something that I discovered was this, uh, the needs, your negotiables and your nevers. So this is where it comes to, you know, recognizing who you are and what you want and being able to communicate that to other people. So you have your needs. These are things that you absolutely must have a person do for you or in a friendship or behavior that they exhibit yes. must your negotiables things that you aren't quite thrilled about but you know you might not agree with them but you understand them and it's going to be okay great and then there's your nevers these are things that you can just never ever 
have a person do. And you can't, you, there's tolerate this behavior that you will not tolerate. And I see a, a lot of people who were people pleasers like I was would try and just push everything into a negotiable spot. And so, you know, to your point about the joke, all right, I, I don't know what to do about the joke. So I'm just going to push it into negotiables. It's uncomfortable to, to tell them that I never want you to make fun of my face or <laughs> yeah, no, something I, like that. You I know what I mean? I understand that. Yeah. Like that kind of hits home. That hits home because it could be like just something that, you know, that you, you're not comfortable with or you're not comfortable with them doing or saying. And that's very tough because like it's hard to, to say that, like especially if you don't trust that person or if they're not like a close family member or something like that. It's very hard to say like, hey, I don't want you to say this. You know what I'm saying? And it takes yeah. a lot for someone else too. Like if they're not conscious or they're not like aware of how they're hurting someone, it takes a lot for them to sit and understand like, okay, I'm not going to do this because it hurts someone rather than them, you know, bucking back at you for saying that. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it comes in though, back to being a friend to yourself. You like your friend, the friend in yourself knows that that's hurtful and it can't tolerate that. And if you try and put it into a negotiable category, it's going to pop up as a never thing and you're going to fight with this person eventually. I mean, if you develop some kind of close relationship with them, there, there has to be a point in time where you express that need or that never, whatever it is. And so, you know, it's, it's a bit about awareness about who you are, as well as expressing what you want. Most definitely. So, you know, another question um, that I'd like to ask, um, what do you think fully keeps us from, you know, being connected with others, even though we want to be? Yeah, we are. I, I feel like we were on that, you know, <laughs> we already talked about um, how we're just not able to be feeling really be honest with each other. And we're afraid of the rejection that comes with it. We're afraid that, that someone's going to laugh at us or ostracize us or tell us that we're not good enough and we shouldn't be here. And just feel like we'll, we'll always be alone. So telling the truth about who we are is one thing but also really sitting down and understanding who we are. I think that to my example before where. Okay, definitely. No, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I just wanted to retouch on that because, you know, we try to be connected sometimes with others, but you know, it, I feel like that's a, that's a very hard thing sometimes to stay continually connected with people because even though you may try to connect with someone, there may be a, a cutback because of the way they may agree or disagree with you or what they may not be saying to you. Yeah, and there's an awareness of, of that too. Like some people just aren't aware that, you know, that's happening or they're feeling this way. They don't know why. They don't know why they're feeling upset. They just do. Definitely. Okay, well... Uh, with another topic for long-lasting friendships let's go over some attributes for a long-lasting friendship because you know I feel as though with not even with just being a friend to yourself or to someone else I feel like a lot of people aren't sure how to you know can like hold a friendship or you know have a friendship or have a consistent friendship oh yeah yeah so for there's some attributes to these friendships that you just notice like um 
one thing that really stuck out to me, I have a list of them, but one thing that really sticks out is being able to touch each other in a non-intimate or non-sexual way, like giving hugs, high fives, stuff like that, a pat on the shoulder. I think that that builds intimacy in your connection with another person. Because we, we like to touch, we're wired to do that. And they're like, right now you can't do that with COVID. It was a thing they didn't be before COVID. But I felt, always felt uncomfortable with it until, you know, I, I met a friend who would like give me a, a hug when he saw me. And I thought, well, that's so nice. Especially when I'm distressed, especially when I'm in a lot of pain or I'm suffering, I'm crying. I had somebody hug me and I immediately pushed them away because I was upset, I immediately pushed them away, even though I wanted the comfort. And it's that kind of feeling like getting to, getting to know that I think that kind of connection with a person is, is what makes a, a good friendship, is a sign of a good, a close friendship. And then there's also building rapport with each other. So you're building a rapport with them, meaning that you kind of know what their routine is, their activities and stuff. You talk about what they do on a day-to-day basis. So a lot of people believe that friendships are in the big events, like I'm going to drive you to the hospital, I'm driving to the airport, I'll help you move. Those big events, or when somebody gets married or have a baby, I'm there for you, I'm showing support. No, the friendship is in the details. The friendship happens every day. Who you are is what you do every day, what you talk about, what you listen to, what you write, what you read. Talking about those things helps you build a friendship. So if you know that you have a rapport or you've got some kind of inside joke, something that only you understand, that's a great sign of a close friendship. Definitely. Okay, that makes sense. So that kind of like hits on like knowing kind of like your friend's like love language, for example. Because like you said, like, Knowing if, for example, um, like you said, knowing if, for example, if someone's like down or they're upset, knowing how to handle it, because, you know, everybody's different. Like you said, some people may want to hug or some people may want you to tell them a funny joke or some people may want you to, you know, distract them or doing like different things, like different gestures, you know. So Mm -hmm. knowing that without having to say it, I feel like that's very big, too, because knowing someone's love language doesn't always have to be uh intimate or like you know being uh in a relationship having to be with it so I feel like that I feel like that's very major and like you said it's in the details as well because for example like if someone's having an issue and they're just talking to you through text for example they just like know what to say or how to go about certain things I feel like that's very big because that happens with me and my bros like if we're texting or like we're just talking it's just like certain things they know what to say or how to say or like when to say it. And that would just like cheer me up or that would like get me in a mood or that would hype me up, you know? And those are just my homeboys. And I feel like that's knowing what it is to be a friend. So I feel like- Exactly. I feel like that's very big. Those are little things, you know, guys, that we can definitely take away from things. And it could definitely be a major takeaway to learn how to be not only a friend to yourself, but being a friend to someone else. And I feel like that's big too, because- not just doing it with your friends, knowing yourself to do that, knowing like what cheers you up, knowing like what'll make you happier, knowing how to respond to a certain situation to get yourself to react. Because I feel like that's a very major and big relationship is with yourself. You got to have that with yourself to know like, hey, I know myself. I know 
how to do this. I know how to make myself happy, how to, you know, cheer myself up and things of that nature. Exactly, exactly. And that that's right on the point, you know, you have to really learn about who you are and what you want and how you show up for other people and how you want other people to show up for you. That's really truly being a friend to yourself. Definitely, definitely. And I thank you so much for uh, featuring on the podcast. You taught me so much today in this little time. Like, this is very major and very big. Thank you for giving us your perspective. And thank you for, you know, helping us learn and grow here at EBE. Is there anything uh, else that you'd want to say or any other questions that you may have for me? You know, I, I don't have any questions for you. I'm just really happy to have had this conversation with you. I feel like you have a really great perspective to share and what you're learning and growing from other people coming on and sharing their points of view, you're going to have a lot of information to share and pass on to other people in the community. So I really appreciate that. And I just wanted to say thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much for giving me your perspective and insight. Um, can you go ahead and tell people how they could contact you and give us some of your, you know, social media information so that we can get in contact and we can help and reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you can find me at Patterns of Possibility. So that's my company name. It's called Patterns of Possibility. Slash More Possibility is where I have all my social media links. So I'm on all relevant social media at Patterns of Possibility. You can just search for it. I also have for your audience a couple of things that might be helpful. So I have this free course called Understanding Connections. It's absolutely free. And it's going to go over everything I talked about with the the we, you, and me, understanding those connections and how they relate to other people. So you're going to understand exactly what it is to be a friend to yourself before you can be a friend to someone else. And then I also have the 10 tips to making memorable conversations. So trying to start these conversations, we want them to be lasting, it want to be interesting. So if you're trying to make friends, I've got 10 tips for you to make memorable conversations. And you can find that at patternsofpossibility.com slash more possibility. Perfect. Thank you so much. You hear that, guys? And he came on here with treats for us, too, for the free. So, you know, <laughs> guys don't want to spend money on it. You still have it for free because we're just helping and spreading love, guys. That's so, right. Thank you again. Thank you again, uh, Mr. Coach Lee Hopkins. And, guys, it's been another great episode of EBE, FPM Rio signing out. Ha, tune in again next week. <laughs>